Joker Venom. We're not going down that path again. No. No. Are we going to have something funny in the beginning of this one? Or is literally me saying, are we going to have something funny in the beginning of this one being the funny thing? In the beginning I think that'll one? be the fun. I, it works for me. Works for me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the All Things MSP Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Escar. And with me always is my good friend and podcast host extraordinaire, producer extraordinaire, good friend, and pirate Eric Anthony. Eric, what's up, buddy? That's right. Pirates everywhere. Um, that's why we call it the All Things MSP crew, right? Is is just because of my affinity for pirates. I'm doing well. Um, excited about this topic this week. Uh, it's been a hot minute since we had a guest. Uh, so if you're looking to be on a podcast, you know, please look us up. Uh, atmsp.link forward slash podcast. You fill out the form. We make you a guest. It's easy. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Yeah, we do have a guest coming up today. I'm very excited. Why don't we bring him up? Mr. Gene Rich from Traceless. What's up, buddy? Good to see you both. So real quick, before we tell everybody why you're here, why don't we tell everybody who you are? Gene, give everybody a two-minute rundown on who you are, what is Traceless, and also how many cups of coffee have you had yet today? Okay, good question. Uh, as I'm drinking one right now, so we're, we've got some fractional cups in, in the uh, equation. Um, so yeah, so Justin, you and I know each other. Uh, we both have Apple-focused MSPs, so that's where I started my career in this kind of industry in 2005, right? So own and operate an Apple-focused MSP. Uh, and then in 2019, uh, after getting completely freaked out about a vector in my MSP, I started Traceless uh, with my wonderful co-founder, Peter Segerstrom, who uh, doesn't get a lot of you know, podcast and webinar time, but is a wonderful, brilliant conversationalist uh, and and a good engineer, a great engineer. So that's me. Great what engineers is, run the world. Yeah, oh, that's true. Engineers do run the world. Uh, tell everybody a little bit, real quick, like a one sentence. What is Traceless? So Traceless is advanced threat protection for modern communication. And for the and for those who want to speak English about it, <laughs> what does so, it do? What's it? You, what's its core function? So if you look at the way that we're changing our style of communication in the business world, it's really drastically moved away from email, fax, uh, and phone, and moved towards more digital uh, and, and new, not necessarily new, new, but like uh, people are using ticketing and chat a lot more than they used to to carry on critical conversations pertaining to their business internally and pertaining to their relationships and collaboration with vendors uh, that they might be engaging or, or supporting uh, business with. Uh, and I brought up facts. It's actually pretty funny. I had to get a, uh, a copy of a document and it was urgent. And the guy at the IRS was like, yeah, I, I can fax it to you. Yeah. It's like, okay, but, it's, but it's, you know, you have email. Doctor, right? Yeah. Well, no, but doctors still use faxes because it's HIPAA compliant. So real quick, the reason we, we wanted to bring you on Gene, and I'm going to let Eric explain this one better because he knows the details. 
was the other week, Eric and I were talking about the MGM breach and we had talked about security and I immediately was like, I need to call Gene and have him come on the show and talk about his product because I think he could have solved the MGM thing for them before it happened. Uh, so Eric, give us the rundown on the MGM breach. Well, from the stuff that I've you know read and collected, basically what the bad actors did is they impersonated an employee of MGM. They actually looked up the uh, the employee's information on LinkedIn, and that's the information that they used to impersonate that individual. And so then they called into MGM's IT help desk, and in a call that was only about 10 minutes long, they secured the necessary credentials to access enough of their systems to infect them and eventually end up with Okta credentials and uh, I believe administrator access to their Azure tenant. And so with a 10 minute phone call, these people brought down, you know, a $33 billion company, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. And big this is, I mean, yes, the dollar value is astronomical and the effect on MGM is, is huge just because they're a large company. But this same level of effect, I mean, a complete blackout of somebody's systems could happen to a small business because of this exact same problem. And because, you know, I, I was an MSP a long time ago. This is back when, you know, you knew who you were picking up the phone with, right? You didn't need to have these verifications. But now you don't know all your clients. You don't know all the employees at your clients personally. And so you have to have something in place now that will deal with something like this. So this is why we brought Gene on because uh, I noticed some social media that you guys were posting about you know the MGM breach and, and some of the things that Traceless does to prevent those types of things. So Gene, can you give us a little more explanation of your understanding of how the MGM breach happened? And then, you know, let's talk about some of the things that your standard MSP can do to prevent that type of uh, invasion. Yeah. So to go back to an earlier question, um, there's just shy of five cups of coffee today. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess it's not helping. I forgot to answer that question. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, and, and Eric, I don't know if you specified this, but it was an MSP who was doing help desk that, Oh, I did not they, see that in my research. Yeah. As far as I understand, I mean, it's probably not going to get a hundred percent who and whatever, but, uh, that's, it's really tough. I mean, this is like when one of us as a company type gets hit it's bad for all of us. Right. Right. Yeah. And this is actually the impetus for starting Traceless, right? Was hearing about um, vectors that MSPs were experiencing uh, in very sophisticated attacks. And I think all of the attacks that cause great amounts of damage are a real combination of simple walking in open doors or knocking the right door, right, for it to be open, yeah. and then piecing together complex information, right? And 
we as MSPs hold a very fundamental and important part of these uh, keys to castles for all of our customers. Um, and so that was in 2019, we started Traceless to have an easy way to send or receive sensitive information uh, without leaving it at rest. Uh, another huge breach this year was the uh, Move It breach. I don't know if you, have you guys talked about that at all? No, uh, but I, I did hear about it. It's a total cluster. F I mean, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's hundreds of really big enterprise cu customers, some government customers, and you know their paradigm is securely storing sensitive information, and our paradigm is not storing sensitive information, right? It's it's kind of like we're at this place of zero trust everything, right? That's like yeah, it's almost hearing zero trust at an IT conference is almost like hearing generative AI at a developer conference. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. it's kind of annoying to that extent, right? So we're going to take it there today. Yeah, but say, we top desk and zero trust sensitive information, right? Because we yeah. can't. I find it funny because like, I suffer for this as an MSP when I need to share a password with somebody, right? And, you know, there's so many tools there that we have IT glue, we have one password. And like, I sometimes have just resorted to texting somebody. And I realize that like, if I've never texted them before, I will cue them up to be like, you're gonna get a text message from a phone number with this area code. And then I text them and I say, hi, it's Justin. And they say, hi, it's Eric. And I say, for security purposes, what company do you work for? Like, that's not a security question in any way, shape or form. But part of me is like, that's good enough for me to recognize that I'm at least texting the right person. And I'm not, I didn't mistype their phone number. And therefore yeah. I know it's them and I can give them the password. But like, it's not the most secure thing in any way, shape, or form. And I know there's a lot of people who, you know, a lot of MSPs like, um, what's that website, One Time Secret? But like, in order to access One Time Secret, you're sending them a link with a password to the link to the One Time Secret. So it's just like a catalyst on top of one another. You're not actually protecting any data. It, that's all smoke and mirrors. Um, mm -hmm. you're not the, the MSPs aren't doing anything actually to help. And I, I kind of feel like what your product is doing is fixing that problem. Yeah, we're trying to offer an easy way for people working to make better security decisions, right? So at the same time, a lot of security is annoying, right? It's expensive and annoying. Selling to MSPs is the same as an MSP selling to their customer, right? Yeah. Not everyone wants to do the hard work uh, it's costly. Uh, humans are really tough to manage. Uh, if, if, if you're a person listening to this, you are in this boat of people are hard to manage, right? So, uh, so we try to make it easy for people to make the right decision and give them a tool that also provides a very seamless customer um, experience, right? And I think that even when you start talking about deeper forthcoming breaches, a lot of verification is being handled on static information, right? Read me your badge number, right? Uh, tell me the phone number, tell me your cell phone number, th th tell me your birthday, right? Whatever it is. And 
I, I don't think that that's good enough. I mean, the craziest one that we heard of was a, probably a, you know, it's a decent sized mid-market company, like three to 5,000 employees. And they were having people uh, email their driver's license in to verify the identity before being able to do stuff. And the, the IT department was kind of laughing when we we're telling them about our paradigms around leaving sensitive information at rest. And we're like, gee, this is bad. Well, <laughs> so shout out to them for trying something, right? Yeah. And but there are better ways. That's the thing that makes Traceless really interesting to me because I was talking to a chief governance officer probably about three or four months ago. And we were having this conversation about uh, how important it is not to hold on to data that you don't need. And, and that's exactly from what it sounds like, what you guys are doing is the data only exists for as long as it needs to, to fulfill its purpose. Yep. Yep. And then it's removed from the internet permanently. See, I like it's, that. It's, it's counter to the way that we think about architecture. Yes. Uh, from where we are today, like redundancy everywhere, you know, you want email on 20 servers. So that in case five of them go down, you could still email people stuff. Uh, but that means your data is replicated to that level. Um, and that's a problem for some, some yeah. classifications of data. It's exactly. Just, so, so how does the MSP use traceless? Are, are you integrating with uh, certain PSAs? Is it a standalone thing? How does, how do we get to, to that level of better protecting ourselves? Yeah. So on a base level, traceless has a standalone application. Uh, anyone can use to send or receive sensitive information. Uh, you can get it with a two factor method with SMS as well. I think one of the nice things about that is, maintaining your ability to communicate with people the way that you want to. So if you want to send a link through SMS, if you want to email them a link, it's fine, right? It's not going to, your, your risk exposure is pretty low, right? Um, but, but for MSPs, typically they engage with our integrated product. So like I was saying before, in trying to make it easy for people to make better decisions, the, the application integrates into ticketing systems. So Current integrations are ConnectWise Manage, AutoTask, and ServiceNow. Uh, Halo is going to be coming at the end of this year, Justin. So yeah. I know we've talked about that. Um, and it takes about 10 minutes to set up, integrate, and then you're off to the races. Um, it, so so from, from my perspective, that's how most MSPs are using the tool. That's how somebody listening could go and start protecting their help desk and their overall um, ticketing system. Uh, we are very excited for a Slack integration that's coming um, any day. We're just kind of kitting the last uh, bit of bugs out. Uh, it's a really good thing because we're, you know, getting into a chat ecosystem, which is a little bit different than than the paradigms uh, in ticketing. But we're also really proud of our sensitive data detection application that is coming with that. So very soon, um, anybody who uses Traceless can reduce their exposure to sensitive information being left at rest in these communication platforms, Slack, Teams, ticketing. 
things like that. So it's it's pretty fun. We've got a, a lot of really exciting stuff that we're on the cusp of. So what is the, we've talked a little bit about the, the why and the stuff like that. So let's walk through this, right? What's going to be the way I, I, I want to send you a piece of sensitive information. I got a, I got this really hot ticket item I want to send you, right? Yeah. Uh, how does your system, how does Traceless differ in the respect? Like, what is it? Wh how am I still protecting myself to know that it's you? Like, I know, I understand what your system is doing. I understand it's not, it's not, le it's, it's, it's getting rid of the data when it's done. But like, even at that, like, where is the, where is the authentication from your side as the recipient of the data? Uh, without going too much into the secret sauce, right? But like, how do I know I'm still actually talking to you? Like, what is, what does Traceless require from the end user in this case to prove that they are who they say they are? So we're just doing it. Um, we started in a very simple format with uh, predefined cell phone numbers and SMS uh, messages. Um, we're moving to uh, deeper authentication application integrations. So we're also very close to launching Duo. So if you gate your entire identity ecosystem behind Duo, you'll be able to use Traceless to send a Duo push to verify that person's identity. Um, that's so that's how it is today. Um, something to be said, though, is uh, that, that we haven't even talked about is the future use of um, voice AI phishing. Yeah. This is going to be another, like all the signs are pointing in MSPs needing to do this work, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's annoying, but like your access to data for all of your customers, I would argue is as or more valuable than a banking login, right? So yeah. if banks do this, why aren't we? Right. Because MSPs have access to the banking and then some, you know, it's, everything. yeah, everything. You could ruin a business real quick, for encrypting all devices, going in and changing domains, email, like it is everything. It's the, it's the same value that we're selling to our customers. Hey, you use technology every day to run your business. There's not a more critical thing that you could invest in than having that be uh, protected and running smoothly. You know, hire my MSP, right? This, yep. this is this is the sales pitch, right? Well, and the the interesting thing is because I've been doing this a long time, right? I've been doing this so long that back when I started, computers were still a nice to have in the business. They were not a have to have, and so everything didn't revolve around the technology back then. And so it wasn't the risk to the business if the technology suddenly disappeared or was unusable. Today, in less than 30 years, that has completely flipped upside down. And now a business literally cannot exist without its technology. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I've been thinking as we've been talking about the smishing, right? SMS phishing, smishing. Uh, which I've talked about this before. I think we should ban Google Play gift cards from the entire planet. But the amount of people who have gotten that like, hey, 
they got they get an email and says, "Hey, give me your cell phone number." You give them the cell phone number, and you're giving your cell phone number to the bad actor, and the bad actor is then going like, "Hey, I'm the I'm the CEO. You don't have my phone number in your my secret phone number in your phone book. That's why you don't know this number. So I need fifteen hundred dollars worth of Google Play gift cards." I'm thinking about how that whole thing plays out, right? Where some person kind of again, kind of similar to the MGM thing, where they went on LinkedIn, they found out who the people are, they were able to pull names or whatever, but like. That person who's receiving that text message is un, is blatantly unaware of everyone else in the organization and 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 in some way to authenticate themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you see that as like the catalyst that, or do you see that as like a way, a place where traceless can stop that from happening? Not, I mean, obviously you can't stop smishing. That's not what the, the product does, right? But like that whole, the authentication against who the, even the CEO is beyond the MSP authenticating for private information. Like how do we get there? And is traceless of like, I don't know, maybe you are, maybe you're not, I don't know. But like, how do we get to that point also in terms of like providing internal security for clients uh, other than just going over to the intern and being like, no, that's not their phone number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that the, again, when you when we think about protecting communication, there's, it's a pretty deep thought. Uh, just the, the opportunity is great. And there are a lot of exchanges that happen that should be under privileged, um, privileged, access to that person right whether it's a personal identifier or a peer-to-peer thing i mean i think it's definitely so this is a a, uh, sorry i'm kind of ranting but it's like we say and not everyone agrees with this that identity today is not 100 percent solved and i think we're seeing the evolution of identity on the internet and that has a lot of different um, meanings, right? Uh, but identity and access and, and the application of that in systems and society is in its early days. So I think that there's a lot to explore in what you're talking about. I, would, I wouldn't say it's like probably our like top thing, but yeah. complex um, methods for identity verification that involve more than just a, a push or it's it's definitely on our roadmap and i th- i think it's we're going to get there it's going to get annoying for people it's it's unfortunate right but this is this is how it is i guess and that's kind of what i mean security that's that's where the that's where the worst part of security is right because it's annoying for people and nobody wants to deal with it and nobody wants to have to put up with it in order to, pr- to protect themselves from being secure. All I think about is that intro from the original Get Smart TV show where he walked through the 45 doors. Like nobody wants to do that to be able to like go Google what the meaning of eat your own dog food is. One of the best uh, yeah. intros Gene, to a TV show ever, by the way. No, no, uh, honey pee, honey pee. Gene, where can people find out more about Traceless Online and sign up for your product? Yeah, so we are going to be moving fully over to traceless.com. So, you know, previously in all the existence, it's been traceless.io, but you can find us today at traceless.com. 
and um, you know, get in touch, hit me up on LinkedIn. I mean, this was like, again, going back to where we started this conversation is an MSP got hit. One of ours got taken down, right? This is a problem. Um, we are passionate about the MSP space and helping protect MSPs. That is why I started Traceless with Peter. So if something jived with you, reach out, let's talk, you know, like, and, and no one's perfect also. I mean, one of the things I didn't add is that when, when I started Traceless, we were emailing passwords, right? So I'm, I'm happy to admit that a practice that we had started 10 years before that never got evaluated. But the second I realized how dumb that was, I was petrified, right? And that was coincided with how do you know who's calling because this was starting to happen in 2019, right? Yeah. Um, so everyone's on their own evolution. Uh, and so I just like to encourage people to do their best. It's hard owning a business. It's hard owning an MSP. Um, there's support in the community. So reach out and, uh, you know, we could, we could work together to improve uh, the overall posture for us as MSPs. That's yep. awesome. And, and maybe we can do a, a, a new, a, do a, an additional office hours episode where you could actually take people through a demo of Traceless. That sounds uh, fun. Sometime in the next yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, it's a warm circle here. Uh, between the two of you. So I, I just appreciate you uh, having uh, myself and letting me talk a little bit about Traceless and some of the challenges that we're all facing as MSPs, uh, especially after this breach. I mean, again, this was one of the top breaches of 2023. It's not over yet, but it's at the top. So it'll probably be top five, right? Yep. So we all need to think about what that means. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thanks so much, man, for being here. And uh, I'm excited to see what comes with Traceless in the future. I mean, Eric, real quick, like between just you and me, like I've seen the, the, the modality here, something happens and someone comes up with a product that solves it, which is amazing. The MG, I mean, Traceless was around before the MGM breach, but it was based on those kind of processes. I've seen things, I don't know if you remember, uh, uh, Richard Branson had an island, Necker Island. There was a fire there, and he like lost all of his data. And a friend of actually Gene and I's guy had a backup company and went and and then was like sold him on all of his backup and, and, and took care of Virgin Group. Like these are the things that we got to do. And this is what you can do as an MSP. Also, like I know you're as an MSP, all of us think that our our real house is you know fixing things, but there's ways to go beyond that. And that's what the All Things MSP Group is all about. So find us more. Facebook.com slash group slash all things MSP. Go to our YouTubes. It's youtube.com slash at all things MSP. Follow us on all your favorite podcasting apps, even though you're probably using that to listen to this one, unless you're on YouTube and then you can follow us on podcasts. It's very recursional. Uh, that's it for us this week. I'm Justin. That's Eric. That was our guest, Gene. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>
Join the All Things MSP Facebook group or follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. The All Things MSP podcast is a BizPow LLC production. And even though we drink a lot of it, this podcast is still not sponsored by Liquid Death.